Good morning, Armor Insiders. Welcome to our virtual hedge fund experience. This is our morning meeting. You're the portfolio manager on the desk in this meeting. So figure out your risk tolerance, your goals, your strategy, execute it, take responsibility and be the smart money. I'm going to share with you big picture, risk monitor, macro, where do we think the market's going discussion. Then we'll break it down into the number one group and sector that we're focusing on. We're shifting some capital uh, to, uh, and then just, you know, uh, some portfolio changes. I'll go over with you what we did yesterday. So you can categorize that as stocks to watch, stocks to buy, stocks we're trading, that type of thing. So let's dive right in. Um, drift higher yesterday, led by um, small caps. As you can see, small caps are breaking out of this huge base here, um, which is just, you know, Perfect. We bought it down in here. Um, this was the pennant breakout we were all over, and now it's just absolutely skyrocketed. We're long twice the performance of the small cap index, and it's having a pretty massive effect on the macro portfolio when it comes to outperformance. So, what we've done in the macro fund is we're long QLD, SSO, and UWM to get our structure of the market. We have a 100% exposure there at the start of the move. We booked some profits off the top and rolled it into ARC recently, innovation. And to us, that really covers the basis. The risk monitor, we look at 10 different indexes, ranging from small cap to innovation to value to momentum to um, uh, U.S. Treasury bonds, right? When we get confluence, we put capital to work. And we start with the leadership. We start with the biggest indexes. Once we've earned the right to take more risk because we're making money, we book some profits off the top, roll it into the next group that's starting to move. And that's how we um, stay on top of a market advance and drive alpha in our portfolio. And so um, that shift over here um, is really having its effect. So if you want to look at the macro fund and figure out what it's doing percentage-wise, we have 100% invested in double the indexes. So 200% performance. And if you're using the, 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 the S&P as your benchmark, dramatic outperformance of small caps is, is really increasing that performance. And of course, ARC on top of that. So that's how we add some alpha to the portfolio. So we raise stops as we go. This is, yesterday was a typical drift higher in the last week of the year in a strong Q4. So we're expecting the market to make its way higher. There are going to be air pockets along the way in both directions because trading is thinning out. And so you get algorithmic buy programs and sell programs. And so you have to be very tight with stops. If you're day trading, you'll get some gains and then gone in about 15 minutes, right back down to the VWAP. Because there's just not a lot of trading going on volume-wise. you got to be careful um, when you're day trading. But from the big picture macro, market's doing just what we expect. Strong Q4, rally in the last week of the, uh, um, of the year. Not a lot of reason to be selling. And then this is the key for today, the key discussion for today. I'm not making a prediction, but I am going to share with you my expectation. It's like a goalpost of, you know, Banging the goalpost. If this happens, great. I expected that. If it doesn't, I know something else is afoot. Typically, when you have a strong Q4, strong December, 
um, you can get some air pockets in the first two weeks of January. You know, think of it this way. A lot of guys have a lot of gains this year and they don't want to pay taxes on them. So for tax reasons, they wait till the new year, bang, then they book some profits, some big stocks, some stocks that are extended. And you could get some selling the first couple of weeks. It would be normal for the market to consolidate or have some shakeouts along the way. You don't expect the market just to skyrocket higher forever, right? So what stage are we at right now? Well, we never on this desk ever want to chase strength. So that's step one. Okay, you want to be putting capital to work aggressively at the beginning of November, closest to the stops. And as it accelerates higher, you book some profits at targets, you raise stops all the way. If you want, if you're a conservative investor, when you hit targets, you raise stops and some ideas get stopped out. You start building up your cash position and you do not put it to work until the next armor risk monitor buy trigger. You just pile up cash. And that buy trigger will happen when the market sells off or goes sideways for a certain amount of weeks. We call it a four week tight pattern, four to seven weeks of tightness. And then it blows out again. That would reset the algos also. You've if you're following the armor research, you've made a lot of money in the last two months. There's nothing wrong with carving that back and building up a cash hoard so that you can dictate to the market instead of the market dictating to you. That's the key. When you get the shakeout, instead of the panic, you've already built the cash position. The shakeout begins, you hit stops that you've raised, so you build up a bigger cash position. and then. When you get the next buy trigger, boom, you put money to work. I thoroughly expect there to be another buy trigger before this rally is over. And historically, that next buy trigger will be more powerful than the first, which I know is hard to believe because we just made an obscene amount of money in two months. But that's wave one of the five wave cycle we're probably under, uh, uh, under right now. Wave two is the pullback. Wave three is generally the biggest part of the move. Think about it this way. You and I have made a lot of money because we got on early. Most people missed it. So when the market consolidates, all of those people that missed it are so excited they get a shot. Bang, the money gets put to work and it's an explosive move from there. So our job is to be ready for phase for, for wave two, not to get thrown off the bus not to get thrown off the mechanical bull, but to be ready to put more capital to work. And the only way to do that is to book some profits off the top, change your risk profile a little bit up here and raise stops all the way up. So when you have that beginning, beginning of the wave two down or the wave two consolidation, you book your profits. Okay. So that's what we're doing on our desk, getting ourselves ready. Why do I think there'll be an even bigger move off of this off of this initial surge in wave three? I'm going to show you a chart right now. Okay. This is a chart courtesy of Zero Hedge. All right. I usually don't like Zero Hedge, but two-month change in financial conditions. It's the biggest easing, the biggest two-month easing on record. We're talking about 
going back past 1980. It's bigger. It's a, it's a bigger two months of easing than what happened late 2008. Think about that. Think about that. Now, Zero Hedge and other websites like that love to fear monger. So they're going to try to come up with things to scare you about that number. I don't care what the reasons are. Let me repeat that. I don't know and I don't care what the reason is. It will be revealed to us. I'm not going to sit here and speculate. All I do know is that when we have easing to that degree over a two-month window, the stock market skyrockets. It skyrocketed in 2009, 2010, 2011. And of course, it has shakeouts and it has consolidations and it keeps on going higher. Now, I lived through 2008, 2009. There was fear everywhere and nobody understood what was going on and financial conditions were easing like crazy. The stock market skyrocketed. I only deal with things that I can control. And even then, we know we can't control anything in the markets. So what we do is we use algorithms to find entry points so that we're buying closest to the stop when reward is worth the risk. That's all we can do as investors. Put capital to work when reward is worth risk. Manager stops. I don't know why financial conditions have eased to the degree that they've eased. But I do know whenever that happens, the stock market skyrockets. It just does. Financial conditions tighten, market has trouble. They, they expand, market rips. We'll no doubt find out what the reasons are. But generally, when you get easing to this degree, the rally doesn't stop after two months. And that's the point of this conversation right now. So you say to me, well, why do you think the market's going to keep going higher in 2024? This is the reason. When you get easing to this degree, it generally doesn't stop on a dime and then the whole market collapse. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I mean, someone can go back and look and tell me if I'm wrong. I've never seen that. The market always goes higher. There'll be shakeouts. It, will, it won't be easy. We don't want the market dictating to us. That's why we want to manage our success up here. Don't chase aggressive growth. Change the risk profile. I'm going to share with you the sector we're shifting some assets to in a minute. Okay. And the stocks that we're buying, I'm going to share that with you right now. But the big picture is when financial conditions ease like this to this degree, Stock market rallies generally last longer and go higher than anybody predicts. That's all. Now, having said all that, how would we change a little bit? What are we doing to manage our risk in here? Um, when things skyrocket like small caps and you own double the performance of the small caps and you want to book some profit off the top because you're blowing through targets. 
raise some money. Raise some cash. Nothing wrong with that. Right into the end of the year, bang. You want to wait till next year because tax reasons? I'm not a tax advisor. I don't know what your portfolio looks like. I'm just telling you what I may do. And what I don't do is I never manage my portfolio based on my tax situation. I never do that. The government will take its piece. The market will take it all. That's an axiom. Armor axiom. I give the government some taxes. I always have to do just the way it is. And I don't rail against it, although I hate it. And I'd like to throw tea into the harbor. But it is what it is. And I don't manage my risk based on whether or not the government gets some. Because the market will take it all if you're not careful. So that's one thing to do. The other thing to do is to shift capital from what's extended into what is just now breaking out. So, you know, if you look at um, semiconductors, okay, we were buying semi stocks down in here as it was just breaking out of the, of the channel, right? So we had this huge cup and handle and we were buying semis right there in that green box and what we did on our desk is buy triple the semiconductor index where those arrows are, right? We had a huge run. The Armour Algo gave us a risk on entry point into semis. That's why we put the money to work. How about IBB? Okay. Right down, right down in here, breaking out, right in here, coming across this downtrend. We're getting long actually twice the performance in that green box down here. We came across the 50-day moving average, and it's skyrocketed. Here we go. We're breaking the downtrend. That's the Armour Algo entry point. How about XBI, biotechs, breaking the downtrend. We're getting on biotechs here, and we bought LABU, which is triple, triple XBI, right off of here, having a huge run. Okay. Why do I show you those successes? Because the Armour Algo buy trigger was down here as we were breaking the downtrend. And so what you may see me do is book some profits off the top in these triple indexes where we've crushed it in the last two months and shift some capital to energy. Because energy is just now breaking out above key moving averages. Okay? It's just now. Energy stocks, energy's gone through a decline the last two months as the market's ripped higher. If you look at the energy stocks, and I'm going to look at the top three energy ETFs with you right now, okay? This is US EMP companies, pennant formation. We were on this breakout here. Now it's consolidated that breakout. The 50 and 200 day moving averages are tight together. XOP has had a break below and a recovery above. That's a perfect shakeout in a double bottom at the key moving average. The Armour Algo is given an entry point right now. XLE, same type of pattern, pennant formation, breakout, consolidation, and shakeout below the key moving averages, breaking out above the key moving averages yesterday. And OIH is the leader, the services group, OIH, in a clear uptrend. Going back, really, geez, I mean, we're going to go back to 2021. You could literally 
sell the top of the channel and buy the bottom and you'd be doing real well. Looking for a 30 to 40% move off of the bottoms. Okay. And here it is again, setting up the same type of a pattern that we've made money with in the past. There's the entry point. So while we've, we, we've, we were aggressively buying aggressive growth a couple months ago. What we would do now off of these huge moves is book some profits and rotate some money into a group that is now showing the same characteristics as semiconductors and biotech were two months ago. It changes the risk profile of our portfolio a bit. We're buying close to the stop. This breaks down. I'll be out today. If it hits the stop, let's be clear on that. This is no guarantee that these things are going to go up. But it is our guarantee using our algo that we're buying closest to the stop when reward is worth risk. This is the optimal entry point. We can call it the now or never trade. If I'm going to put money in energy, it has to be now. Because I'm not going to do it when it skyrockets. I'm not buying it when it's higher. It's now or never. Do I want energy allocation? If the answer is yes, this is the entry point. If it breaks down, I get out. Tight to the stop. No problem. Rips higher from here, I have that allocation. And it, it really does something um, wonderful to our portfolio and helps us balance out our risk. We were overloaded. Aggressive growth in November which led to much success. So shifting some of that mix over to a group and a sector that's just now coming out of its base where the shakeouts already happened and the reverse back above proving institutional buyers are here supporting these assets right at the key locations. This move goes higher. We'll be on it early. So I might have between oil and gold in an armor portfolio. I might have 25% of my capital in those assets. That's a good counterbalance for the rest of the portfolio, which is aggressive growth, innovative growth, and all those types of things. Okay. Either that or I'm going to be carrying a lot of cash. I might be either I'll be owning the, these things or I'll be maybe carrying 25% cash in a portfolio. Depends on what you feel like doing. You're the portfolio manager. Make your own decisions, okay? Real quick, um, so we added uh, OIH and XOP to the portfolio yesterday. Um, what else What else do we do? Oh, yeah. Um, I've shifted a little capital in two of my favorite hateful aid ideas. Okay, so I've got a little bit of um, uh, Tesla calls in the portfolio. This just looks like it's about to break out to me. So I thought I'd get a little extra juice here. And you know I own Meta. And I'm just going to give you a little anecdotal information, and then I'll see you guys on the uh, on the trading desk. So my son's 10. He and I are using the Meta Quest 3, the number one game. The number one free game inside of MetaQuest is called Gorilla Tag with the kids that are, you know, that important cohort of kids that drive, um, um, you know, this uh, – this VR revolution, if you will. And I said to you the other day, it starts with a couple kids in class that have it and they're playing gorilla tag after school. And then 
couple more kids want it. Now you got 10 kids, right? So it's like a exponential thing. And then after Christmas, it becomes 40 kids that have it. You, you see, it's, it's exponential what's going on. So whenever you have new hardware, you need a killer app that drives the hardware. And I submit to you that I think it's Gorilla Tag that captures the minds like Fortnite, like Roblox. I've been in there. I've played it. I get why it's fun. Okay. So I've hired a new junior analyst for the Armor Investing Hedge Fund. And what Levi's doing for us is that every time he logs in, you can go to a certain section of this game and you can see exactly how many players are playing at that time around the world. We were talking yesterday, walking home from a movie, my son and I, and he was telling me how it was pretty neat. When we first got, he didn't know what he was telling me. It was gold. He didn't know. He was just talking to me about this. When we first got the Oculus, I don't know, I guess it was a month or so ago before Christmas, you know, we got it over, we got it over a month ago. I think beginning of December, right? He told me that when he was in there playing, he could see there were about 20,000 people at that particular time of day. On that particular day of the week, there'd be about 20,000 people. And he was saying, Dad, you won't believe it. When I went in today to play, there were 85,000 people playing. And he thought that was amazing. And I thought that was gold. We're going to track that usage over the next couple of weeks into Meta's next earnings announcement. Every time he goes in, he's got a pen, paper, he's got it all mapped out for me. We're going to put it on that whiteboard up there. We're going to draw a graph. Because I think what we'll see in this particular game, if I'm right, is explosion of growth will be exponential, which will, of course, you can't play the game without the, the headset. You know what I'm saying? Which leads to in-game purchases and all the other things that make Meta a lot of money. So we're going to be tracking it together. He's agreed to work for us. For a fee, he wouldn't be my boy without it. He's going to get bonused out if we make money on that earnings call. Or if we save money on that call. Because if we see the numbers go like this and start heading south, that's just as important. So anyway, Levi's now working for the Armor Investing Virtual Hedge Fund. I look forward to seeing all of you on the live desk at eight uh, at eight thirty. At nine thirty, we'll get our trading day started. Um, those of you doing this on your own, I wish you only um, investing success, and I'll see you tomorrow at eight forty-five. Those of you who are joining us as an Armor Insider on the desk all day, we'll be doing that at, at nine thirty. We'll get started and we'll go live all day. And of course, for those of you who can't be on the desk all day, can't trade and wish for me to manage those assets for you. We can certainly talk about that. Um, direct message me as some of you have. Give me a phone call if you wish, and we have to see if the relationship makes any sense, but we can chat about it. All right, everybody have a great trading session, and I'll see you on the flip side. 